sovereign God, ruler of our hearts, you call us to obedience and sustain us in freedom. Keep us true to the way of your Son, that we may leave behind all that hinders us and with eyes fixed on Jesus, walk surely in the path of the kingdom. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the following passage, the first book of Kings, Elijah receives a call from God and leaves all his possessions. Hell total is our dedication to God's will for us. A reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord took, spoke to the prophet Elijah and said, You shall anoint Eliza, son of Shaphat, as prophet in your place. So Elijah set out from there and found Eliza, who was plowing and was on was with the twelve. Oh, I'm sorry, there were twelve yokes of oxen ahead of him, and he was the twelfth. Elijah passed by Eliza and threw his mantle over him. Eliza left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Then Elijah said to him, Go back again, for what I have, what have I done to you? Eliza returned from the following from following Elijah, took the yoke of oxen, and slaughtered them. Using the equipment from the oxen, he boiled their flesh and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then Eliza set out and followed Elijah and became his servant. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the second reading from the Galatians, in the following passage from the letter of St. Paul to the Christians at Galatia, we are told that the spirit of God within us is not a selfish spirit but a spirit of generous service to others. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand for, firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care of what Take care that you are not consumed by one another. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. 
for these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. Listen to this reading. It comes from the Gospel according to Luke. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for Jesus. But the Samaritans would not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, You know, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, Jesus said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, First, let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first, Let me say farewell to those at my home. And Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. God tells Elijah, the prophet, to speak to young Elisha and let him know that he's going to succeed Elijah. The dialogue between them is kind of interesting. Elisha is plowing the field. He's got 12 yoke of oxen leading the way, plowing the field. And when Elijah says, Elisha, you're going to follow me. You're going to be my successor. Elisha says, well, well, let me go and say hello to my family. Let me say goodbye to my family. And Elijah says the weirdest thing. Maureen, I don't know if you you heard this. Elijah says, what? I didn't say it. I didn't do anything to you. I don't know what that meant. Anyway, Elisha decides that he will hear what God is saying through Elijah, 
and he takes the 12 yoke of oxen, slaughters them, uses the yoke wood for wood to barbecue. Have you ever heard, had barbecue with oxen? No. I, I had oxtail soup maybe once or twice in my life. But anyway, he takes this 12 yoke of oxen and he barbecues them and feeds his people. Then he goes. The point of the story is, the point of the story is that Elisha gives up his old life to be a prophet for God. He lets go of his old job. He's no longer plowing that field. The gospel story is the same message. These guys that show up to Jesus and ask him to follow, follow him, he insists that to do that, they have to be all in. You can't just halfway follow Jesus. Our commitment at baptism, our commitment every time we receive Eucharist, our commitment when we hear the word of God is to say, yes, Lord, and follow him exactly as we are called. There's an old preacher's joke, and I'm an old preacher, so I can do this. The old preacher's joke is, you can't come into the kingdom of God, but first. <clears throat> For example, Lord, I, I will follow you, but first let me check the journal, the Wall Street Journal, so I can see how my stocks are doing. And Jesus says, you can't enter the kingdom if you're more worried about your personal wealth than you are concerned for helping the poor and those who are destitute. And a woman says, Jesus, I, I will follow you, but, but first I have, to arrange my, I have to arrange my 401k. And Jesus says, you can't enter the kingdom if you think the future begins and ends when you're 65 years old. And there's a teenager, <clears throat> a teenager who says, Jesus, I will follow you, but, but first I have soccer practice and then I wanna hang out with my friends and then I want to put some stuff on Facebook. And Jesus says to this young man, young woman, this teenager, you can't enter the kingdom of God if it's just another thing on your list of things to do. Follow me. And a young couple says, Jesus, we will follow you. But first, let us make sure that our, our, our little baby is loved and cared for. And Jesus says, 
you cannot enter the kingdom until you realize that caring for and loving your child is the way of the kingdom. There was a girl, a junior in high school, her name was Molly. And Molly was the star of her track team. And she was so good, the college scouts were looking at her. They were interested in perhaps giving Molly a scholarship. And they had a track meet postponed a week because the other team had some people who were tested positive for COVID. And when Molly saw that, she said, oh, no. She went to her coach and she said, coach, I need to be excused from that track meet. I've made a commitment. Our parish is, is involved in a service project and I committed to do that work with my parish. And the coach said, you made a commitment to the team. We're not excusing you. You make sure you're there for the meet. Molly thought about it, prayed about it, even cried about it a little. And she went back to the coach and she said, but coach, I made a commitment to the church, to the service project. And he said, Molly, you come back here and if you don't if you won't come to our meet, you're off the team. Bring your uniform with you when you come back. And Molly thought about it some more. And the next day she showed up at school with her track uniform. And surprise, surprise, she gave the uniform to the coach. Her parents... Her friends were surprised that Molly chose the church project over the track meet. And she had a lot riding on that track meet. A college scholarship. Maybe even a championship. When some friends of hers said, Molly, how can you do that? She looked at them. She said, it was about God. We cannot enter the kingdom of God but first. There was a woman in Africa, a village in Africa, and she was very poor. She could barely maintain her two children, but she came to church. She walked to the church every week. And when it came time to take up the collection during the mass, when they passed the basket to this lady, she took off her sandals, ragged as they were, 
took off her sandals, put the collection basket on the floor, and stepped in it. She was all in. We can't enter the kingdom of God but first. We enter the kingdom of God as we come to communion with our hands open to receive the Lord and with our arms stretched out to serve one another. We can't enter. But first, we enter the kingdom, hands and hearts and arms open to others. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.